Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 225, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Welcome back, everyone. It's the last day of week number 45. We've traveled all the way from the Garden of Eden right to the Garden of Gethsemane. But before we get back to that, we have some important quizzing to take care of. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Okay, so Marvin, I won last week, and that puts me 17-16 up on this race to 21 points. Oh, yeah, Dave, I know. Yeah, and that's three weeks in a row as well. Yeah, gosh, I I have to stop the rot today before it's too late. So, let's do this. Jingle, please. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. Hi, Gary. Hi, you guys. So how are you doing, Gary? Oh, not so good, Dave. I've got a bad case of Upsquirrel. Oh, what's Upsquirrel? Not much, Dave. What's up with you? (laughs) Ha ha ha. Oh, Dave, he got you good. Well played, Gary. Okay, Gary. Well, I think we're ready for the quiz now, if you've got that out of your system. Oh, sure thing, Dave. Here we go. Question one from this week. Peter told Jesus that he wouldn't let him wash his feet. But when Jesus told him that if he didn't, Peter could have no part with him, what did Peter tell him to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, yep, I got that one. Yep, me too, Marvin. Question two. Jesus met and spoke with two very important people up on the mountaintop, and then they vanished. But who were they? Um, oh, wait. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, I did get that one. (laughs) Yeah, me too, Marvin. Okay, then, question three. The word Christian wasn't invented until after Jesus died and rose again. But how many verses contain the word Christian in the Bible? Oh, hmm. Gosh, I I don't think it's in there very much, is it, Dave? No, it's not, Marvin. You know what? Actually, if you'd asked, I wouldn't even have been sure that it was in there at all. Unless it's a trick question, Gary. No, Dave, it's definitely in there. Okay. Okay, I've got my guess, Dave. Yeah, me too, Marvin. Okay, let's see how you did. What did Peter tell Jesus to do after Jesus told him he would have to wash his feet? Oh, he said, wash my hands and my head as well. Yeah, he did. Good job, Marvin. Yep, I've got that too. Question two. Who were the two important people that Jesus met on a mountaintop? Well, that was Moses and Elijah, right? That's right. I can't remember if we called it this in the podcast, but yeah, we know that as the transfiguration. That's right, Dave. Okay, here it comes. How many times is the word Christian used in the Bible? Okay, well, Dave, when you said it wasn't in there that much, I I just went with two. Okay, well, yeah, I went a little bit higher and I said five. Well, you're both very close. The word Christian is used three times in the New Testament, twice in Acts and once more in First Peter. Marvin wins this week. Oh, good job, Marvin. Gosh, only two out, and I still lost. Yeah, back to 17 all, Dave. Phew, gosh, I needed that. Hey, thanks, Gary. No problem, Marvin. Hey, I'll see you both next Friday. Goodbye, Gary. 
Okay, Marvin, so we had better get to today's reading. Now, yesterday we listened as Jesus and his disciples went to pray in the Garden of Gethsemane. Okay, yeah, yeah, but the disciples fell asleep, huh? That's right. But the last thing we read was when Jesus said to them, Look, here comes the one who's going to hand me over. So today we're just going to continue from that very same spot. Okay, got it. Great. So who's reading for us today? Today, it's our friend Petra. Oh, hi, Petra. Our passage today is taken from Matthew chapter 26, verses 47 to 56. While Jesus was still speaking, Judas arrived. He was one of the twelve disciples. A large crowd was with him. They were carrying swords and clubs. The chief priests and the elders of the people had sent them. Judas, who was going to hand Jesus over, had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man, he said. Arrest him. So Judas went to Jesus at once. He said, Greetings, Rabbi, and he kissed him. Jesus replied, Friend, do what you came to do. Then the men stepped forward. They grabbed Jesus and arrested him. At that moment, one of Jesus' companions reached for his sword. He pulled it out and struck the sleeve of the high priest with it. He cut off the slave's ear. Put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him. All who use the sword will die by the sword. Do you think I can't ask my father for help? He would send an army of more than 70,000 angels right away. But then how would the scriptures come true? They say it must happen in this way. At that time, Jesus spoke to the crowd. Am I leading a band of armed men against you? He asked. Do you have to come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courtyard teaching and you didn't arrest me. But all this has happened so that the words of the prophets would come true. Then all the disciples left him and ran away. Thanks, Petra. Oh, wow, Dave. A disciple just cut that guy's ear off? Gosh, that's pretty hardcore. It was. Now, in John's Gospel, well, John tells us that the disciple was Peter. And he also tells us that the servant was a man called Malchus. And it's in Luke's Gospel that we read that Jesus actually healed the ear. He put it back on. Oh, wow. Well, Malchus sure had a story to tell. Yes, he did. But you see, of all the people who were there watching it, seeing what was going on, it was only Jesus who understood what was really happening. Everyone else, when they saw Jesus being captured, they thought that this was Jesus being defeated. The religious authorities were taking control. They were silencing this upstart from Nazareth. They would decide what happened and what would be taught in the temple, not him. See, that's what the soldiers were thinking was happening. It's even what the disciple thought, which is why Peter thought he should fight so that his master wouldn't be defeated. And it's what all the disciples thought had happened as they all ran away terrified. But you know, Marvin, that is not what was going on. No, it's not? Well, good. No, it's not. Like Jesus said, if he had wanted to, he could have called down an army of angels. He could have said the word and called down fire from heaven like Elijah and burned up every one of his enemies. This was not happening because the religious authorities were in control, because they were defeating him. It was happening, and it was only happening, because Jesus was allowing it to happen. Because he knew that this was all part of the big rescue plan. Okay. And so now they have him. Judas has handed him over to his enemies, his friends have all left him, and Jesus is left completely alone. You know, boys and girls, in some ways, I don't want to leave it there over the weekend. This is a really dark and really sad part of Jesus' story. 
apart when to all the world it looked like evil was winning. But today, although we are still sad that Jesus had to face all of this evil because of our sin, let's give thanks that we know that evil did not win. We know that the darkness we read about today, that it will break in the readings next week, that it will be replaced with gloriously blinding light. Let's give thanks to Jesus that we know he defeated death and sin forever. He was not defeated, not by the religious authorities or the evil of men's hearts, not by the devil himself. He was and is and will be forever our victorious Savior. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Dave, I like that a lot better. That's a much better way of going into the weekend. Yeah, isn't it? So, well, boys and girls, have a great weekend, and we'll be back next week for week 46. Yeah, bye everyone. See you on Monday. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.